Hello and welcome to the RylaCast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla, District 5810. District 5810. Where's District 5809? Uh, I looked this up once. Did you? It's not... It's not like Texas. next door. It's not here. Yeah, I was going to say. It might be. No. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to explain we have no the rotary idea. districts to me at some so point. It may be right next door. My name's Greg Tepper. Those other dulcet tones you hear belong to the real star of the show, Andrew Josietz. Well, hello, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great. It's been a while since we've recorded podcasts together, buddy. We took a little bit of a break, but I'm glad we're back. We did. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I was starstruck when you were introing us. Did we say – I know we say District 5810. Did we say Rotary District 5810? We probably should, right? That was that was one of the comments. Is that um, an edict? That's from, an edict. From on high? Yeah. <clears throat> um, You're listening to the RylaCast, the official co- podcast of Rotary District 5810. Well, thank you, Greg. There you go. Uh, Camp Ryla – Rotary District 58. There's a lot of There's words lot. there. There's yeah. a lot of landmines. Why am I the host of this dumb podcast? I just, I don't know. I'm about to get fired. We're still recording. Where is this? Dana's going to walk out of here with like one of those oversized canes and just like <laughs> pull me off the stage. Your head's going to stay You'll notice that there are other uh, voices that you hear other than Josie and I. Those belong to our uh, guest commentator for the evening, John Warder. Hello, John Warder. Hello. Yay! Thank you for having me. And our very special guest. Mm, yes. Very special guest. We've been trying, I've been trying to get his agent on the phone to book this guy for a minute. Yeah. But we finally got him. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tyler Crist. Yay! Thank you. Thank you for having Yay. me. Yay. Thanks for coming. Thanks for making the time for us. I, I know that. I know that you're slumming it with us, and I appreciate that. Yeah, my wife finally let me out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. So, uh, on today's uh, podcast, we're going to be talking with Tyler here in just a little bit uh, about all the things working in his world. Uh, but first, Tyler, we asked you to choose a word, and you came through. You came through, I would say you came through in a big way. Would you say so, Josie? A really, really big way. Yes. Uh, Tyler, you chose the word trust. 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 That's correct. Trust. That is uh, that's a that's a that's a serious word, man. That's not this this feel like this podcast needs to like put on our big boy britches and take this thing seriously now. I straightened up when yeah when, when you, you told me was trust, I was like, oh like, man, okay, fine, it's fine. Um, we're gonna get to you in a moment. Although if you have comments, chime in. But here. With something to think about is Andrew, Josie, Utz. Well, thank you, Greg. You're welcome. Yes, uh, something to think about with trust. So have you ever heard of the author Simon Sinek? Or Sinek? Um, Spell that for me. Yes, S-I-N-E-K. Oh, yeah. Okay. I well, am, thanks, Tyler, yeah. for telling you I got, him on the empathy uh, one? I've got two oh, bits. It's, you mean si- Simon Sinek, the British-American author and motivational speaker. He's the author of five books, including Start With Why and The Infinite Game. Yes. Born October 9, 1973. And also amazing Leaders Eat Last. Um, it's amazing I knew that off the top of my head, right? <laughs> yeah, Tyler's peeled back the curtain, and I listen to, like, TED Radio Hour and Simon Sinek books. So Right before the podcast. <laughs> right before the On my way to the podcast. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, Simon Sinek uh, talks about cultivating trust and and trust is a big word um you know you you think about like like who do you trust and how do you even how do you go about trusting 
anybody because that's that's fundamental in relationships. I mean, even if it's a relationship with yourself, you have to trust yourself that what you're doing is what you want to be doing. Um, and trust is, is a big deal. So this idea of um, this innate thing, like like who do we trust? And, um, and Simon provides an example of, you know, say you're in France and you're walking around and you see somebody else and you strike up a conversation. It's like, oh, I'm from Texas too. And, oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, we're going to head to dinner. And they're like, oh, okay, we just had this great place over here. You should go there. And you're like, yeah, these totally random strangers that just recommended this place in France said we should eat here and we're definitely going to eat here. Mm. And if on the way you meet a French guy or girl and they're like, hey, you should eat here. And you're like, Oh yeah, but our friends said we we're gonna eat here, and so we're gonna go. Mm-hmm. You you have that that built in trust, that immediate trust, and the idea is that um, you surround yourself with people who are like you. Like if if you surround yourself with people who are like you, there's that trust built in, um, and and there's a difference in trust and reliability. Someone can be very reliable and, and do things on time and what you ask them to do, but you may not trust them. You may not have that innate connection. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you how do you do that as a leader? Um, you know, how do you where do you even go to build that trust? It's it's this idea that you've got to be first. You know, you have to extend yourself first and step out of your comfort zone take that jump and trust someone and hope you get it back um but you really want to as a leader you want to be that first person to make the group come to you um you know we've got john and tyler in here so i'll bring up i don't know if you guys have seen that uh it's the youtube video with like the crazy dancing guy like it's the lone. You're gonna have to be more specific. It's YouTube. You've there's, seen or you've made? Both. It's like, <laughs> I think I think somebody may have like dubbed over it and dubbed it like dancing leadership guy, and it's this guy at a festival who's dancing in a field. And he's yeah. Yes. Okay. Tyler's shaking his head yes. There's a guy dancing in a field by himself, just yeah. totally crazy. And then by the end of the video, he's got like a pack of hungry people figuratively hungry like dancing with him kind of thing and so the idea that that you as a leader have to extend yourself um and just hope that someone else has their willingness to to join you um so i know i just said a bunch of words but uh no they were good words words, though oh well thank you i thought they were i thought they were excellent words and but i think i think you're right is that like to me if you're going to be in a leadership position Trust is where it has to start, or else mm-hmm. everything else is just going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's all you're toast at that point if you lose if you lose the trust of the people that you're supposed to be leading. Yeah, um, it's the foundation of the house. It's the um, it's the bottom graham cracker of the s'more. Ooh, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Because you got to have somewhere to put that chocolate. Yeah. If you lose that, bo- I mean, the whole thing's going in the fire, and it's all over your hands. It's, all, it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. Have you ever like? There are a lot of if you think about s'mores, and I know we're just turning this into a s'mores podcast. (laughs) The weird thing about that is that it is a lot of very, very messy items all all smushed together. Yes, graham crackers don't do (laughs) don't do much. No, that is not (laughs) interesting. Graham cracker. No, I no. You know what? 
Graham crackers, <laughs> you're on notice. <laughs> Officially on notice. Anyway, we were talking about trust. So yeah, yeah, tr- yeah. So basically, to wrap it up, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, much like the graham cracker, uh, trust requires Dude, sacrifice. If you, can, if you can bring this home, bring it, man. So you know that the graham cracker sacrifices itself to be the foundation of the trust sandwich. I love that. And he did it. Yes. I did I the was unlikely hero. I was really worried because I took the wheel of this car and <laughs> drove like jerked it into the bridge embankment and you casually steered guess it back you did. Guess what you did, Greg? Hmm. You trusted Josie. Yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> Let's, Let's go! go dude. Let's go! Come on! <laughs> this podcast is rocking right now. Josie, thanks very much. Thank you, Greg. That was excellent. Uh, and now would be the time where we normally have a commercial break. And so, you know, listen, pretend that I'm – there's some Buy these shoes. music playing, something <laughs> like that. If you, would like to, if you would like to sponsor this podcast, this is the point where we could insert your uh, your commercial. So uh, Subscribe to John Warder on YouTube. Uh, I get, paid for this ad. Get in, touch, <laughs> get in touch with Josie if you want to sponsor this podcast. Yes, but now <clears> – oh, Josie. Oh, Greg. I mentioned off the top that there are um, – there are hard books, you know what I mean? They're, they're guys that we have had a hard time getting in the studio because they are so busy. Mm, yes. They have a lot on their plate. But it is with great, great pleasure that we welcome in our very special guest. Give it up for Tyler Chris. Yay! Thank you very much, guys. <clears throat> thanks, for, thanks for stopping by. Really, really and truly, I appreciate it. I'm excited for this. You sound excited. I mean, boy, that's the sound <laughs> well, of an. Ex- maybe I'm a little nervous. I mean, are you? I'm in the have presence you ever, of three celebrities? Have you ever been a, well, two celebrities? Yeah, two. No. Josie and Warder. <laughs> tell me, right, blue check mark. Hey, tell me, <laughs> don't have a YouTube channel. <laughs> we can change that, dude. We can't change that. Honestly, how much? There's three cameras in here. Why don't we start filming this? How podcast? much? How much do YouTube channels <laughs> cost? Yeah, they're free, my they're friend. Free. Oh. They're we just free. lost over the t- Tyler got a haircut for this. They look Did you really? Great. Yeah. Have you ever been on a podcast? I have been on one podcast before. Do you want do you want to blow up their spot and tell us uh, what podcast it was? I'm not super proud of my performance on that podcast. Uh, so you don't want people uh, looking it up. You didn't have a good haircut. Uh, <laughs> it, actually, it actually was filmed but then released in podcast form um, and on YouTube, so mm-hmm. no, I did not have a good haircut. Tyler, let's start this conversation as we always do with your Ryla story how you got involved how how in the world you ended up in this studio talking to us oh yeah it's a long and winding road Mm -hmm. um i started as a camper in 2012 actually i started as a an alternate camper which is a bit of a unique twist in the story um i found out about two or three weeks before camp that I was going to be selected or that nobody at the other school in McKinney was like going to accept the offer to go to camp and so they called me up and honestly I was kind of hesitant I was like I'm not sure they didn't really want me do I really want to go (laughs) (laughs) Um, I ended up talking to one of my teachers about it and he was like Honestly, you should not go and just say that you did use it as a resume point and I I was like whoa interesting I'm not going to do that. So because of him telling me I shouldn't go, I decided to go. And of course it was 
was an incredible <laughs> decision. That is a windy road. That <laughs> is <laughs> winding. Yeah. yeah. We, we, I mean, we're only in my camper year, too. Dude, you were trying to exit that road a lot. Be like, ah, no, no, no. Come on. We can get off here. And I know uh, in past interviews, Greg has asked kind of like when Ryla hit people. Yeah. Um, for me, it probably hit towards the end of my camper week. Uh, as my counselor, the amazing Brett Scroggins can attest to, I was... Oh, wow. Uh, former, that's a former guest of this yes. podcast. I was really struggling through that first part of the week because I am someone who likes to sleep a lot and, mm. in fact, needs to sleep a lot. <laughs> so, Dude, respect. The fact that I keep coming back to camp every year keeps surprising me more and more. Uh, but... By the end of that week, I, I mean, the positivity had, had really infected me. Um, and I was able to come back as an AC, uh, as an ACA, actually. So I'll pick up the pace of the story a little bit. No. Came, <laughs> dude, came back dude, as an ACA. I got to tell you, man, like, we do not get charged by the upload size. So I'm enjoying like... looking at your haircut, so <laughs> take your time. Thank you. Uh, ACA is one of the most fun roles on camp staff. Uh, and so I got to just kind of ride that positivity wave for a whole week and then came back a few years as alumni staff and for three years now i've been the mc of camp for uh the rec hall yeah so the mc of camp that's tough man that's a tough gig it can be some how do you how do you how do you prepare for a role like that well, thankfully, we have the world's greatest camp director at Camp Ryla. As you all know, we have Dr. Dana Maxson, mm-hmm. and he actually makes the role a lot easier than you would think um, because Dana is very particular on what he wants announced at certain times. So, yep. I, honestly, it's, it's amazing because I get to eat meals with Dana because our typical camp yeah. schedule is that we go straight from the dining hall to the rec hall where I will make the announcements for the day. And uh, that means that right before that, I get to spend some time with Dana, kind of checking in with how camp's been going and figuring out what announcements need to be made that specific day. Learning from the best. Absolutely. So what do you do outside of Ryla in your, in your real life? Do you have job? a big boy job? I do have a big boy job. I think I would call it that. Um, I can give you the big boy words for the big boy job. Uh, (laughs) I'll probably request the little boy words, too. Oh, no. That's typically what I give uh, afterwards. So my title is a sales engineer. I work at a startup company on UT Dallas's campus that uh, makes neural interface tools, neural interfacing tools. Um, and kind of, I work in the assembly and development. We use a specialized polymer in order for better interaction between the body and our tools. So the kind of simple version of that is that we make tools, devices to be used to study nerves. Awesome. So is it like a Silicon Valley meets Gray's Anatomy meets CSI? I think that is really playing it up a lot but <laughs> <laughs> it's way less cool than that i'm i'm glad that i'm glad that 
Warder and I are sitting on this side of the table, and you two are sitting on yeah. this side of the table because it's we like need a little boy words. <laughs> because here's because here's a guy who like designs bridges, right? Yeah. And and like yeah. and like is an engineer. He's good at math and he stuff, gets it. right? And then here's a guy who's building things to study nerves, and you and I like fart into a microphone mm-hmm. and upload it. We do, but you're and verified. People watch it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so then then. I guess, how would you say that you use what you take from Ryla, whether it was at camp or, or in, in, in your after camp, uh, after camper years, uh, the stuff that you've taken from Ryla, how would you say that you apply it to your life? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ryla is so powerful and teaches you so many things that I think every guest we've had has kind of made clear that we use communication, we use collaboration. We use problem solving, all these different things every single day. I, I think that kind of applies to no matter what you're doing in your professional life and personal life, really. So, I mean, I think it goes without saying that all of those things are applied daily in my life. Um, so I wanted to, like, kind of specifically focus on the word I chose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was kind of trying to prepare a little bit. Um, and specifically trust day to day and in my professional life specifically I was thinking how trust kind of is a two way street Um, you can be trusting and you can be trustworthy right so I'm one of the lower employees out of our what 10 people in our startup company so I do I have a lot of daily responsibilities that need to be taken care of that my bosses trust me to do right uh and in turn, I have to place trust in them that they are creating a plan that's guiding us in the right direction so that we don't go under because we're a small company that relies on a grant from the government. So I think uh, that specifically is something that I learned. I, I mean, I developed my trust a lot at camp through every single activity that we do with our whole cabin groups. Um, and, you know, you become more vulnerable and learn how to trust and earn people's trust in that short span. Um, so that is something that I feel like I'm able to flex that trust muscle pretty much daily. Man, you are just rolling through. Like, I'm thinking of questions. <laughs> Man, he's just bringing it up, bringing it up. Um, what would you say, because you've been, you know, camper in 2012. You've gone through, taking us through kind of your different roles. Um, what's been the role that has required you to trust the most at camp? Ooh. Ooh, that's, that's a good a really question, good Josie. That's a tasty one. That's a good one. Um, so I think the answer to that would probably be the one year that I kind of left out of my Camp Riley story experience, and that is in 2017. I, at the last minute, and I, I mean the last minute, it was, I think, six days before staff training. So, like, yeah, so maybe one week before camp. I got a call from Dr. Dana Mackison, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this could be. And he uh, got me on the phone and said, hey, we had a male counselor drop, and we need you to fill in. Mm-hmm. And that was a big moment for me because I was just graduated college. That's about the youngest age you can be a, camp, a cabin counselor. Um, and I was going in with less than a week of preparation. So... 
Thank goodness I had a wonderful cabin team. I was paired with Jenny DiDonato, who is a very strong female counselor. And on top of that, I had two wonderful ACs. Uh, Alistair and Celeste are amazing, and I can't wait for them to be able to come back to camp. Uh, so we were thankfully able to meet up before camp, and we just had a nice lunch together, and we kind of just shared what we were feeling about coming into camp, and I let them know, guys, I really don't feel ready for this role at all. I'm, I know what a counselor does vaguely, but I don't know the minutia, the little details that they have to take care of, and I know they have to make sure the cabin runs smoothly. Um, and thankfully, I, I always said, guys, I'm going to be leaning on you a lot this week, and they made my trust uh, that I, I put my trust in great people, I think I'd say. Mm-hmm. Judge is going to ask you to plug something. Yes. Uh, so as we do with, with all our guests here, we invite them to plug uh, something or two things or three things, potentially. Um, so the floor is yours. Yeah. I only have one, um, unlike John. <laughs> yeah, John was. <laughs> but I put a lot of th- thought into this as well, and uh, I, I wanted to try to stick with the theme of trust. Um, I recently, as in like around a year ago, decided that I uh, needed to be doing a better job of paying attention to the national world landscape in terms of politics specifically. Um, I realized that it's actually impacting my life at this point, and I should be a better citizen than I had been. Um, And I stumbled upon a newsletter. It's a subscription email newsletter called Tangle, and that's what I would like to plug. It is Mm. written by somebody that I tangentially know, a friend of a friend. Um, It's just a daily email newsletter that's about an eight to ten minute read every day, and this guy is a reporter, and he presents the news in a very digestible way, which I really appreciated as someone who previously did not care for daily events at all Mm -hmm. and frankly could not wrap my head around them. Um, He presents what DC is talking about, and then he presents a very unbiased description from what the right is thinking and what the the left is thinking Mm -hmm. with a little bit of commentary. So he is unbiased, um, it's very digestible, and it's an easy read get it monday through thursday in your inbox for free it's called tangle that's awesome okay i like that thank you okay i have one more question absolutely um you're a married man yes uh and your wife is working right now as a, as a nurse correct uh she's in medical school medical actually. school she's in medical she's school be a doctor in two and a half years jeez mm. focusing on what hopefully orthopedic surgery but she's got to do a lot more tests before that okay I want to talk about the third member of your family. Wait, for real? Yeah. Let's talk about Winnie. our dog. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think I was breaking news on the podcast? I was breaking some news. I was like, no, next time. Let's talk. Man, I am <laughs> really glad John Warder's here for this. That that couldn't have been better. No, I want. I really hope your wife listens to this too and just freaks out. Like, oh my god! No, I'm talking about Winnie. I'm oh, yeah. talk, Let's talk about Winnie. I'm talking about the dog because um, that is a very large and very cute dog, and I want to know everything. I, it is is uh, she right? He he is he looking for friends? 
Oh, he's always looking for friends. He's actually he was actually at the puppy boarding school or dog. He's not really a puppy anymore. He's sixty-five yeah. pounds. I was huge. Yeah. He's at boarding today, playing with a bunch of new friends. I'm sure that is a very large dog. Uh, what kind of dog is he? He's a golden doodle, so half mm. golden retriever, half poodle. He is. Uh, I've only seen photos. Okay. But I can tell a good dog from like back me up on this. If you you can see a photo of a dog and be like, that's a good dog, yeah, yeah. right? That's a good dog, right? He's a great dog. Mm-hmm. He's the best dog, mm-hmm. but uh, he's also the only dog I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you can't ju- you like yeah. maybe he's just like an average dog. First dog no, 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 he is the best. <laughs> okay, I was just making sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, will you? Uh, Will you tell Winnie that we said hi? I, I will. I will be giving him a hug and a kiss as soon as I get home. Aww. Aww. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Winnie's dad, Tyler Chris. Yay! Yay! Thanks, guys. Now, r- imagine that I'm putting a commercial break here. Okay. So it's like, yeah, that's, uh, you know. T- t- Honestly, I hope that you just put this part in. Like, do you need the music? I think no, no. I'm seriously just going to. I told you in the last podcast, I'm not going to edit this. Oh, really? So this is just going to oh, say. Oh, this in. is in. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello to listeners. <clears throat> okay, guys, we're back <clears throat> on the Rylacast. Uh, thanks to Tyler Chris for being our guest. Um, we're going to wrap this thing up, put a little bow on it, and I am going to uh, leave you something to leave you with about trust. <clears throat> I don't know who this guy is, so I'm going to Google his name real quick. Hold on a second. You're listening to live coverage of me Googling a guy's name here on the Rylacast. I'm glad you uh, are going to leave us with something. Yes. Right? That's- ah, Okay, did not know this. Former United States Secretary of War, apparently. Oh, what uh, is it good for? Henry L. Stimson. Stimson. Henry L. Stimson. I'm looking for a quote about trust. Did you just Google trust quotes? Yep. No, trust <laughs> trust leadership quotes, okay, my man. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I, I, that extra one. Like, but I found this good one. But I found this good one, and I think it's a good, I it's a good launching point for our conversation. The quote from Henry L. Stenson, former Secretary of War um, and statesman. The only way to make a man trustworthy is to trust him. So then which comes first, right? Is like, are you trustworthy and then people trust you? Or do people put their trust in you and then therefore you become trustworthy? Does that make sense? Like it's a little chicken and egg situation with trust. Real free range chicken. You gotta knock it off with no, the you chicken. Like chicken that's, yes. But what I, what I'm saying? God bless it, Warder. I'm sorry. Um, you're, you're making a really great. Point. I was making a really a, good you're point. A great There's point. a bit of a. I'm not even gonna say chicken and egg because I can't even look at you free right range, now. Chicken or egg? Yes, free range yeah. chicken or egg. In the sense that I feel like with with leadership and when you're in a leadership role. You probably have to give people a reason to trust you. But at the same time, uh, it's one of those things that I feel like because if, if you're in a certain position, if I were to tell you, hey, I'm, the, I'm your boss, then there is going to be an implicit trust that, I, that I, I have. Maybe that grows over time. Maybe it strengthens and things like that. But you're going to trust me in that sense. I feel like – I like this quote because you don't know if somebody is trustworthy until you like jump. And you, f- mm-hmm. I feel like you don't find out if somebody's untrustworthy until it's too late. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean until you jump? 
until you go and you put your trust in them in oh, a meaningful way. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Until you go there and you say, okay, well, I'm going to trust you to hold this rope while I dangle off this cliff. Right. And then if if you, if you they let go, it's like, well, turns out as you're plummeting to your death, ah, ah, it turns out that I'm that the, he wasn't very trustworthy. I feel like that's that's an interesting kind of thing to, to balance when you're, when you're a leader is that people are – when you're a leader, people are inherently going to trust you. But – how? What kind of care do you take with that trust? Mm. Is a question. Well, and it's it's interesting in different leadership roles. Like if you're if you're the big leader, do you um, kind of throw a little bit more trust out there to get it? Mm-hmm. And if you're like leading a servant leadership role, are you kind of okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna trust him a little bit, like you talked about the the inherent trust that comes mm-hmm. with like a boss at a job like hey i trust that you're not going to run the company into the ground today right but <laughs> right like like today i'll trust you a little bit but um but i think it also builds right yeah. it's something that the longer that you the, the longer that you come through even that little way that's going to build that trust a little bit more and more so um, anyway as i'm knocking over my bottle i i found that to pre- be a particularly interesting quote because uh I feel like putting trust in somebody ultimately will build their trustworthiness because mm-hmm. it is a um, it's a charge to keep right. It's something that whenever somebody trusts me with something, I want to come through for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so maybe you know, especially if you're in a situation where you're delegating, and maybe somebody who hasn't had a leadership role, and you say, "Hey, I need you to do something," by giving them that vote of confidence, you are therefore it feeds on itself. It makes them more trustworthy because they want to come through, and then people around them. I don't know. It's one of those things. Uh, I saw that quote because I googled trust leadership quotes. Hey, and water blew up my a spot. Lot of good stuff out there. It's <clears throat> a good thing. There to is. With. Uh, okay, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Thanks to Tyler Chris for being our guest. Yeah, Tyler, you were great. Thanks again for having me. I thought it was a blast. I thought you were great. Is that a new shirt too? It's not a new shirt. Okay. Yeah. Well, it looks very clean pressed. It is washed. It is clean. <laughs> yes. Is clean pressed a thing? This is a weird <laughs> audio podcast. Like there's Today a, it is. There's a lot of visual. Uh, yeah. Well, th- does anybody have access to the Twitter where you like post it? <clears throat> yeah. We should take a photo. We should. All right. So everybody, everybody tune in. This podcast is coming out in five weeks. And so uh, whenever you like go back on the Ryla podcast, five weeks, and uh, you'll see a or Ryla God, Twitter feed and you will see a, uh, you'll see a photo of the four of us. Uh, thanks to John Water for being our special guest commentator. Hey, this was a pleasure. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate it. We should do it again. And I in fact, so. if you want to take over this podcast, I'm about to get fired. So really? Yeah. I did see receive a text from Dana. Yeah, he so, said he, today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was just like the cane gif of somebody like being yeah. pulled off a. Has Dana ever sent you a gif? You and you and Dana text a lot. Has he ever we sent do you text a gif? And call a lot. Um, no. Now that you mention it, okay. If he, a, if he does, will you please alert me? Oh, yeah. Okay. That'll be a screenshot and a sin. <laughs> Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Uh, please rate and subscribe to this podcast and tell a friend. And here with an antiquated way to tell, a, uh, to tell a friend about this podcast is Josie. Yes. Uh, go ahead and run on out to your nearest trust tree and mm-hmm. carve into the bark. But not too deep so you kill the tree, but just mm-hmm. like a light no, carve into the bark. Listen to the Rylacast, the official podcast of Rotary District 5810, mm-hmm. Camp Ryla. It'll only take 20 minutes. That's yes. only. I mean, it. yeah. <laughs> 20. To carve that in. Yeah, it's fine. Thanks to John Warder. Thanks to Tyler Chris and Josie. Thanks for your courage. Thank you. See you next time on the Rylacast.